The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Big Ben Rothwell getting it done in round number two. When I fight like that, I can fight with anybody and end anybody. So I just got to bring more of that, and that's what you're going to see this year. Ben Rothwell. Oh, and there's a tap from Batalio. Wow. Cynthia Calvillo. Welcome back. That is a fierce, fierce woman right here. Cynthia Calvillo. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. I should have made more out of it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Dean Thomas. You cut it a little close today. I'm not throwing you under the bus. It's not like you're going to lose your gig with it with us here. <laughs> you cut it. You cut it a little close. I I know, man. I just I just got off another gig, man. Can I just Can I just say? First of all, I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. It is going to be. We're going to Denver this weekend. We're going to have a great time. I'm already there. But how? Are you really? You're in Denver yes. already? Yes. I like your background. You know why? It suits you because you're out of this world, Dean. <laughs> I wish I had a boo button. Boo! 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 boo, this man. boo. <laughs> anyway, Dean Thomas, you cut it. I, I was getting worried because we're about to start the show. I didn't hear from you. On the dot, guess who's in the room? It's you. Uh, listen, I'm always on time. I'm you never going to be early, but I'll be on time. Yeah, well, listen, I'm, I'm yes, listen. I can't stay mad at you. We're going to have a good time. We got Ben Rothwell coming in any second. Nice. And we have uh, Cynthia Cavello. Cavillo? Cavillo? Cavello. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Say it again. Cavillo. Cavello. Ah, fucking Dean Thomas. What is wrong with you, Matt, Sarah? Hey, what, what, what music you been listening to? What music am I listening to? Mm-hmm. I want to know so I can get it down. So we could do one of our... One of our videos, our little wacky little videos of us singing and you flubbing up the line. <laughs> I don't I don't really have I don't really have anything right now in terms of music, man. Like I've been I've been laying low. Dude, what have you? You just been all you've been doing is working. That's all you've been doing. I work, man. By the way, I like what were you wearing at the last UFC? I, I didn't see you at MSG. I, I cornered I was cornering Ray Janelle. You know, it was a rough night. Love yeah. Ray Janelle. And uh you know, 
I talked about that on the last podcast. I can't say enough about Rage now. Tough night in the office, but hey, we all have those. By the way, props again to um, uh, Bobby Green. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I said that enough on the last podcast because I kind of was, I gave him props, but I was kind of talking about my feelings, how I felt, and I was upset and, you know, being the guy that's in the corner there and how close I am to Al. But I really should give props to Bobby Green because. Yeah. I saw Ray at the hotel. Yeah. And what did he say? Ray said that you were like in Long Island. He said you were, you didn't even stay in the city. He said like you came to the city for weigh-ins and then you went back to Long Island. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, Dean Thomas, but I'm a husband and a father. I know. A very dedicated, a very dedicated one. You think I'm trying to go out fucking muffins and brunch with fucking Phoenix Carnivale in the fucking streets of New York? I did. We had cappuccinos. You had a cappuccino. You could wear a sweater. Well, you're, I like you're embracing everything. You're living your life, Dean Thomas. You yeah. hold on. You're living your best life. And, and, and I saw Jim do stand up. He was so funny. Dude, you got to sit down. I'm short enough. You're intimidating. He looks like, he looks like he's in, being interrogated. I, yeah. <laughs> Sit in that room. They, they gotta turn on those, those bright lights off you. What's where, where are you right now, Ben? I am in the Hollerhead VIP suite. Wristband needed. Oh, wow. Hey man, we haven't spoken in a while. How are you, dude? I haven't seen you. Well, you look good. Um, thank you. You don't look too bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I'll, he I'll, does. You keep saying. Dean Thomas, I will right now in front of I don't listen in front of Ben Rothwell. I'll have us both stand up and lift up our shirts and show our abs. No, 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 don't, don't do me, don't, don't do that. thoughts in front don't of Ben. Don't do that. Ben, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely I'm losing for, that battle. I'm sorry for my friend, Ben. Let's, let's start over. Ready? <laughs> no, we kidding. Ben, how you feeling, dude? What's the, I, when was your last fight? I'm looking it up now. Chris Barnett? May 22nd. I took on took on the Chris Barnett. He, uh, I had to avoid his spinning roundhouse heel kicks. You got to Hey, what a nice guy though. Huh, Ben? Good, good character. Well, I mean, sometimes that's what I like about having guys on the show. Like we get to know him a little more and that guy's energy was so great the other night and he beat up a buddy of mine. That was Gian Vellante, who everybody loves. And he knew it was Gian's last fight and he took his time in the spotlight and at the MS, at the legendary MSG. Madison Square Garden, and uh, he gave it. He gave it over to Gian to get everybody clap for him. I thought that was, that, I mean, stuff like that. It really kind of, it kind of floored me, man. It made me really happy when I was just down. Like you know, am I the only one feeling this? Put a little tear to you. Well, I know Chris Barnett, and um, I've known his character. I've known him for a long time because he's from Florida, and I knew he was a good dude, and I knew that he's like a very charismatic, like a playful type of guy. And um, Ben Rothbaugh had to choke him out. Why are we talking about all this hippie shit when Ben's getting ready for war? Right now, Ben's like, dude, right now, if we just dressed him like a like a, a Viking, like brown, like cloth and, a, and a, one of those helmets with the horns and give him an axe. Dude, that's right out of fucking Vikings. So, so look at him. I mean, he's ready for battle. I see it in your face. You don't want to talk about this lovey-dovey shit, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, maybe I do know. like God of War. And I, I do uh, think I make a pretty good Kratos, so I gotta I gotta put some posts on Instagram when I dress up like Kratos. Like do who? the face paint. The, he's God of War four, man. Kratos. 
he's got the beard and all. The God of War is that more of you get you get into that from the video game or the books? That I'm talking about the video game, the Sony character. I think the video game's off of books, or am I thinking of The Witcher? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe God of War is just a video game. I don't know. I'm too busy playing virtual reality. Hey, Dean Thomas, we're, we're tackling the real hard topics today. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> yeah, man, you're such a prankster. Ben, Ben's having a good time. Ben, what is your mentality the week of the fight? Are you chill or are you just like a little irritable and, and hard to be around? Let's get this shit over with, right? Ben, I mean, you're a true veteran. I mean, you've been around for a long time. Like, has it changed since, you know, the early days for you, like your mentality going into a fight compared to now? Like, you would think that as a veteran, it would have gotten easier, but has it gotten easier? It, we're at the highest level of the game. And, you know, every guy you take on is one of the best in the world. So you got that stacked against you. And each year goes by, you're a little older. So I get wiser, but then at the same time, I'm physically not able to do the things that I was able to do 10 years ago. And your brain goes through that, man, if I only knew what I know now back then, what I could have did then. And well, I'm not living in then, I'm living in now. So I'm taking the things that I've, the mistakes I made of back then, and I'm trying to, Put it all together right now man i'm you know the facts are it I'm, I'm 40 years old and uh crazy it is i feel like i'm in better shape than when i was 30. So. well shit, mate you're not slowing down any you're looking great but do you think whether it's next year or five six years from now or more who knows who knows how many fights you have left do you ever think about what's after do you ever plan on what you plan on doing after when this is over the fighting well in 2011 i opened up a gym uh, Rothwell in the May, and, and we've been kicking it. We, we're doing a, so it's just getting better every year. Uh, we probably got a pretty good following, and I come from a small town, you know. And uh, I mean, man, for, for where I'm at, we're, we're doing good. We got kids' classes and adults, and uh, watch that gym change a lot of people's lives, man. It's the greatest of mixed martial arts. So I always say I'm an ambassador, man. The, the sport saved my life 100%, and uh, it's good to see it give back and. You know, I also throw, I've thrown eight shows, um, sold out the show seven to eight times. So it's, that's a thing too. I'm a, I'm a promoter on the side, got a fight team. So, you know, I stay busy. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know about your school. That's so great. And where is it? You said you're from a small town. Where is your school exactly? Hold on. You're going to have to say it again because it totally broke up and I want everybody to hear where it is. I thought he was a ventriloquist or something because I couldn't see his mouth. I, want, I heard him and I go, wow, he's got some talent. <laughs> I thought he was doing that without his mouth moving. But I, ben, you know, hey, Ben, are you there? You got this shit fixed? Ben. Oh, man, he's he's savage. Was it? Hey, 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 fucking, hey, hey, Rick Flair, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Yo, Hulk Hogan, sit down, boo this man. Boo, boo that man. Hey, forget your school. I can see you as a big WWE goon or something. Well, he used to cut that WWE promo after his fights. He did. Used what? to. But he still does. No, I do what I want when I want, and I feel like it. And there's no WWE skit, and you fuck off on that. Uh, hey, well, listen, man. <laughs> oh, well, listen, are you getting all aggressive with us? Us, me well, and Dean Thomas? Well, yeah, because you're crappy computer. I was like giving a good interview and then you're like certain on me. Well, well, Ben, I'm you not gonna be like that. I'm not trying to be the tech guy, but something tells me that you're no fucking Bill Gates either. So I would relax with what's going on. <laughs> Listen, hey, 
Blame the fucking computer. But let's get back. Let's get back to knowing you. Okay. Look at him smiling. Ben's having a good time. He has a good time, Ben. He does. I'm garbage on the computer. You're right. I play video games. That's about it. Ben, have you, listen, my biggest question for you all day would be, do you play VR? We had the PlayStation VR for a minute, and then um, my brother took it, and I really haven't messed with it because I didn't see enough software coming out for it. I'm not. I don't know how that is. That 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 might be like the GoBots compared to the fucking Transformers. If you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> thank the you. GoBots. I had to bring out a reference that all three, we, us three, could get. My point is this: I got the Oculus Quest too. It's fucking right over there. So that's top notch. It, well, I, dude, I'm going to Denver next week. When I'm not hanging out with Dean Thomas, visiting dispensaries or having making hijinks, I'm gonna be in the fucking oasis. I put that thing on and I play Population One, and I'm telling you, I'm murking fools. I have such a good time. I have such a good time. I have a house of women here. They're watching. I can believe you can dance and who's behind the mask. And I can hang out with them. Like, oh, who's that's behind the thing? Go right back into my world of being a fucking savage, Ben. Ben, you're not the only savage here. Me and Dean Thomas. Ah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Do it, Dean Thomas. Ah. Sorry, Ben. Ben's like, holy shit. When's Ariel Hawani's interview? Like, Listen, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Fuck, oh. fuck that guy. We like to have fun here. But the point is, Ben, I really recommend it, dude. It's a lot of fun. It's so, I mean, I don't, how about this? I was always a Halo, Call of Duty guy, always. I, the second I played this thing, haven't even touched it. I don't even touch it anymore, you know? Anyway, back to your, back to fighting. Sounds like you're having a good time. I I have a great time. And I love that you have, you you were telling us before we had some problems with uh, Dean Thomas's computer, where are your schools located? Because I want that to get out there. Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's why John Anik always calls me the king of Kenosha. Yeah. Put two and two together. Yes. <laughs> how, far is, how, how far is Kenosha from uh, Milwaukee? So I'm right between Milwaukee and Chicago. Like an oh, hour. Okay. Yeah, right, right between the two of them. So we're in the upper Wisconsin. Call us the armpit of Wisconsin. They don't they, – they put their noses up to us. So <laughs> – I can't see anybody doing that to you, Ben Rothwall. Ben Rothwall's a down-to-earth guy. He's a big grizzly bear. But that's what I was going to ask you because, like, now you're training with Duke Rufus, right? Ooh. But I didn't know. Like, Duke didn't really have a lot of bigger guys. How does that work out? Uh, honestly, we, we, he was holding pads for me in 2019 at the end, and then he, the guy got Scott, COVID really messed up everything. He didn't take anybody in 2000, and uh, he got really busy, and that was kind of the end of that. COVID killed a lot of things. Yeah. Wow. Well, back to you. Wow. Hey, man, listen. COVID's a fucking downer, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Back to your school. I I like teaching all walks of life. And what you were telling me, and so do you. It doesn't, you see people from little, like, kids that are a little nerdy and insecure, and adults also. It changes their swagger when they get some training. Doesn't that make you feel good, Ben? It's amazing. It's amazing to watch it. Here, this is real life, changing people's lives. Having parents come in crying how bad their child's getting bullied and how bad it is. And a year later, they come back telling me this awesome story of how they stuck up to the bully. And, you know, they're getting straight A's now. And they're completely, you know, they're becoming like the cool kid in school. Completely changed their life. 
I have adults, you know, overweight or don't have any friends. They come in and after a year or two, just watch them like lose weight, change their life, get a relationship. The place is amazing. And uh, I, I just have a lot of great people around us. It's, it's an atmosphere and it's a, it's, it's, it's something, man. It's really something to see. It's all, all glory to mixed martial arts, man. And that comes from the top, man. If it's your place, you're such a good dude. It, it trickles down. If you ever see those places and has a bad, my thing is at my schools, I say, look, the number one thing is we have the best, we can have the best jiu-jitsu around, but if the atmosphere is not right, it doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter what you're, you're selling there, what you're, what you're doing there. The atmosphere has to be good. has to be great. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. If you got fighters that you just allow into the public and beating up people and chasing people out of the gyms, you know, I watched 20 years of it. And I, when I my opened this gym, I was like, I'm not going to have that kind of place. I'm going to have a place that you can learn how to fight, be a fighter if you want, but also a place that helps take care of the public. And then the, my fighters are ended up being some of my head coaches. And it's just a great thing. You know, these people look up to them and the fighters are like, they, they're good people. I'm like, yeah, we all treat each other like human beings and everybody takes care of each other through it. Ben, do you find yourself to be a bit misunderstood? I mean, you're a big dude, like you're a big burly ball-headed mean scary looking guy but talking to you you sound very empathetic very caring and i i've read some of your tweets that were i was blown away by how sensitive you came off at times don't read those tweets <laughs> <laughs> but i do you, do you think you're misunderstood or or are you really just a big mean dude because like talking to you now you seem like you you care about people you're very compassionate i mean it's just like but you, but you come off as this big, scary dude. I'll just, if that, I don't really think about it because um, I have my own life lesson where you don't judge a book by its cover. And I'm constantly catching myself of just really just having to be open to everyone. I, I don't know their circumstances. I don't know what they've gone through. People do things that make me mad. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know what led them to this place. And I just keep checking myself because I'm not perfect. I'm broken. I've got things wrong with me and I got to fix myself. So give everybody a chance. And if you don't do that for me, if you judge me, you're broken. You got things you got to work on and fix. And I forgive you. You know, it's just, it's part of this world, man. And I wasn't this way 15 years ago, 15 years ago, I was everything you say. I was a big raging maniac, angry at the world. Um, you know, cause it was, it wasn't an easy thing growing up, you know, it, it has a lot to do with maybe who I am, but I had a choice to make a change and I I've chose to open my heart and just try to be the best human being I can. And that comes by being good to other people. You had a rough childhood, Ben. So it was, <laughs> it was, a, it was like your Oculus, man. It was a blast. I just had a good old time. Oh, you had a good time as a kid. I was a fat kid. I got, you know, I was bullied all through grade school. And like I said, I, carry those demons with me. It was a lot to do with probably turned me into who I am. You know, um, soon as I started fighting at 17, that was when I had my first, uh, my first fight fought twice in one night. And that was kind of like it, man. It was like, I was like, I knew I was, I was born for this. I probably why I'm able to fight so long. When did you get your growth spurt? Like as far as you were a little fat kid and all of a sudden you get picked on next thing you know, was it like over a summer and all of a sudden Ben Rob, big Ben comes back to school and kind of always tall. But um, it was just like, I just didn't do anything. I, kids kind of picked on me and I just kind of like, just kind of took it, you know? And then, you know, little kids are like, oh, I can make fun of the, the, the big kid and make myself feel good. And, and that a lot of years of that went on. 
And then somewhere, yeah, I was around that 14, 15 years old. I said, you know, enough's enough and kind of started sticking up for myself. Had a couple fights in high school, you know, and then that kind of everybody's like, oh, this guy, you know, don't mess with him. Don't, but you know what I think sometimes, man, because now everything's so nerfed. Now I'm like, I hate bullies. And I had a similar situation because I was always a silly kid and I didn't like develop until like the eighth grade. So the seventh grade, I got fucked with. And because I was still silly, but I, I didn't develop. And then I kind of developed and I started fucking people up in eighth grade and then similar circumstances. But if it wasn't for the, the torture you go through, would it have awakened the beast and become the, the person that you are or that I am now? Or we have our hatred for bullies. Now we want to help people so they don't get bullied. Or would we, you know what I mean? That's what I think about. Like this, not a generation. It's the negative things that happen to us. It's learning how to like it, it part of it made us who we are. You know, yes. you, you can't cheat metal without fire. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. And it's like, that's what creates us into the weapons that we are today is because of what we went through the hardship of, of our past and just learning how to hone that in and turn it in. Once you have it, once you've obtained the power, it's learning how to, you know, quoting from Marvel, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And I mean, it's true though. You know, that's why I opened up a gym because it's like, I got to get back. I got to take care of it. Look at the bracelet I'm wearing. That's a fucking Spider-Man bracelet. Are you quoting Uncle Ben to me? Ben Roswell, I, I just want to give you a big hug. I've never, I've never, I've never seen Matt more proud. I've never seen you more out proud. Out of all the quotes, out of all the quotes, I'll go down, I'll yell it downstairs. My, my kids will finish that sentence. They know. They know you. Do you like any of those comic books or Marvel movies or anything like that? Yeah, I'm a Marvel fan. I'm not so into DC. I like Marvel, so pretty much everything. I had comic books as a kid, so I mean, I like the whole the whole band, X Men, and all the Marvel, the Avengers, all of them. Did you grow up on those comics, the X Men? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't into them. I I, I still have. I got a. I haven't collected them in a long time, but it's kind of cool to go back and look at my collection. You know, I was into it. It was something called the Mutant Massacre. I'm a little bit older than you, but it was, it was great. It was the X-Men and there's, there was like these, these bounty hunters just wiping out all the Morlocks, which the Morlocks are the, like the mutants living under the city. You know what I mean? They're kind of freaky and they kind of want to be hidden. So now in the sewers, these fucking marauders, they're called the marauders, right, Ben? And they have cyborgs. They're down there just, and they're not sitting there beating them up, slaying them. Fucking slam. They found Angel went down there. Remember Angel? Before he became Archangel. Ben, hey, stop. D. Thomas, he wants to hear this. Stop it. I do too. Stop. Listen. No. Angel went down. Angel is like a playboy looking guy. Angel is, one, Angel is one of the original X-Men, you know, along with Iceman, Gene Gray, and fucking Cyclops. He's one of the originals. And Beast. This guy, they found, he tried to be a fucking, he tried to be the white knight down there. Hey, dude. They crucified him in his wings. God. God. With harpoons. Anyway, if you want to go back and look up the mutant massacre, if you got you know time to kill, <laughs> so you like senior heroes getting wiped out, huh? No, listen. Then next thing you know, Colossus is down there, and Colossus is not known for killing folks. But I'll tell you right now, he got that whirlwind bit, flings out the the, the the stars. He cracked their neck. Dark side of Colossus. It's like, oh, he's not. That's not Wolverine. Wolverine's gig. What is Colossus doing killing people? Hey, man, don't get me talking comics. This will be an hour fucking interview. I love them too, though, man. It cracks our imagination, <laughs> you know? 
I do too, man. And I like how you just shit on DC when I like, you like comics? He's like, I like Marvel, not so much DC. Some of those are good. Some of those Batman movies are good. What don't you like about the DC? It's just the Superman, Batman. It's just getting so watered down, overdone, over it's and corny. over again. The same it. thing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Marvel, even what they did with the movies, they took Guardians of the Galaxy, and you don't even know about those people. And now they're like, you know what I mean? Now they're like, how's those things? You did that with Iron Man, too. Growing up, nobody gave a fuck about Iron Man. Who gives a fuck about Iron Man? Now he's as popular as everybody, Dean Thomas. <laughs> I know. All right, Ben. So listen, man, we're not going to keep you all day long. What you're fighting this weekend, let me give you a proper plug for that. That's that's this weekend, Saturday, November 13th, at the Apex. Do you give a shit if you're fighting at the Apex or if you're fighting in front of a crowd? Do you care? I'm, I miss the crowd now. I mean, it's one of the things I love, man, is what I do this for. I loved getting a great knockout or a finish and hearing the crowd erupt. It's one of the most favorite things I, I have in the sport, man. So I miss it. I'm, I'm, I'm here to fight hard and win because I want to get out back on a pay-per-view of some sort. I do kind of want to hear you. I want to hear some of your punches landing in a fucking apex center though. That, that might be fucking, that might be frightening Dean Thomas. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ben Rothwell going to walk in there like a goddamn monster movie. Hey man, listen, dude, we always enjoy watching you fight. And, and come on again, dude. We have fun with you. Even yeah, man, you're, you're such a likable guy. Even when you came on yelling at us, you were still. I me if me Dean were there, we would have grabbed each cheek like this. I know. Because <laughs> you're, you're even though you're scary, you're just a likable guy. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Peace out. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Love Hemp, the official CBD partner of UFC. Life can be a challenge. Whoever you are, we're all striving for a healthier lifestyle. Love Hemp, one of the leading premium organic CBD and hemp suppliers, here to help people like you. The Love Hemp range contains CBD oils, edibles, and topicals contain cannabinoids, which help support wellness and recovery to maintain your natural balance. It's even endorsed and used daily by elite fighters like Gilbert Burns, GSP, and Kamaru Usman. Whatever challenge you may be facing, Love Hemp, they're always in your corner. Love Hemp, helping you to be the best you can be. Available now via lovehemp.com across Europe and coming to the U.S. markets this year. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. How are you, Cynthia? I'm doing good. Now listen, 
you're used to this press stuff already. Do you dread it? Or you're just like, you know what? I got to cut weight anyway. I could kill the time. You know, um, at 25s is a lot easier. So um, I'm still like edgy on fight week, but at 125s, like I'm not cutting anywhere as near as I used to. So <laughs> I'm definitely in a better mood. <laughs> All I know is if I had fight, we we did so much less press when I was fighting. Like we did nothing. There was like no. We had no. We had no press. The Thomas, we had nothing. So somebody nope. tried to call to talk to us and be like, oh, you know. But right now, man, you're cutting weight. And you got freaking frat calling you here. I'd be like, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do this and then get in the sauna. Nah, I'm only kidding. When when was your last fight? I feel like uh, it wasn't that long ago. September 25th. Oh, okay. And- and how are we feeling now? How are we feeling since? Like any, 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 anything, any, any changes in anything or? Um, man, honestly, I feel like it's just more like the mental game. Uh, I've never lost two in a row before. And, you know, since I've competed, I've been doing this for 10 years. And um, so it's a really, it's really hard for me. But at the same time, I like it that I'm able to like rebound so quick after a loss like that and still be healthy to jump back in there. Because when you lose, all you want to do is get back in there and make it right, you know? And so I was given the opportunity to be able to do that. So I'm really happy because like, I feel like they were going to make me wait until sometime next year. So I'm happy an opportunity came up and I was able to step in. You look strong. What's that thing, Thomas? Have you been, you've been hitting the weights? Yes. Let's talk to Cynthia right now. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said the weights, not the weed. Uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, just, you know, I'm walking around the same way that I would be when I was cutting to 115. So it's crazy to me. Um, I'm definitely eating. I'm supplementing a little bit more. They have me taking creatine, like all the way through fight camp, you know, just to make sure to keep my weight up because I'm pretty small for a 125 or still. Um, but I just, I eat, I lift, I eat, I work out. So it definitely feel a lot healthier, but I'm not walking around that much heavier. No, but you said, you said they, who is they? Uh, the UFC PI. Okay. So, so you're working with them? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. such a, that's such a good outlet and a resource that you, you guys have now. And like Matt was saying, like, we didn't have press. We also didn't have the PI neither where we could just go there and they work on us to give us food and we can work out. And I mean, what a resource that is to have as a fighter. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm taking advantage of it. That's one of the big reasons why I moved out here because um, I had injuries. And also I was dealing with not being able to make the weight correctly, wasn't supplement supplementing my body correctly. And like, especially at 115. So being over here, being with everybody with so much knowledge, they're able to like make sure that I've taken care of my body because obviously we're going in there and just beating each other up. And, you know, we don't, before when I was at 150, I didn't know how to cut weight properly. I wasn't like eating carbs and stuff. I just wasn't supplementing myself. We didn't know any of that stuff. A lot of it was like old school, you know, and um, now we're a lot smarter. It's different. I can supplement my body. I can feel for performance versus feeling for weight cuts. And it's such a huge difference. Like it almost feels like it doesn't feel normal for me during fly week because they give me so much food and I don't eat at all because it's a lot of food that they give me compared to the 115. So um, a lot of different changes. I definitely feel like more professional athlete now than I did back then. Back then I felt like it was just a little chaotic. Like we would do crazy things and a lot of people didn't understand why we would do those things, you know, um, as far as when it came to cutting weight. Back to the, um, to the mental aspect of the fight game. Hey, I hear you with the whole two in a row. I've, I've been there. 
I've been there with this fucker. Excuse my language. I lost the BJ Penn, and then in a cruel, cruel fucking, like a cruel joke, I fought Dean Thomas. They raised my hand, and then backstage, they gave me the Dean Thomas. I don't know what happened, but I lost two of them. I'm like, oh, the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> the point is, Cynthia, I know what it's like. It's like, yo. And it can get stressful. It's like, oh, what about the next one? What if I lose? And then I sit back, and I, and I remember what helped me. I'm like, why did I get involved with this in the first place? I, it's a fight. I enjoy fighting. As simple as that. I'm getting paid to do what I enjoy. Don't make it out to be something it's not. That's me talking to myself when I was in your similar situation. You know, honestly, I feel like that's what it was for this list. This one, I was just thinking too much. You know, I had a long layoff because I was coming off a shoulder surgery. And I I just, and that's how I feel my last two fights. Too much thinking, too much thinking, not enough doing in my fights. And I'm a fighter. Like, I just got to go out there and fight. I'm, I'm confident in myself and whoever I face. But the, the minute that I start thinking too much and, and giving them a little bit too respect, I'm like, well, this is what they're going to do. Uh, and then you wait for it. And then before you know it, the time passes by, you know, it's like, I, I'm, I'm definitely changing a little bit more in there. I, I definitely have a chip on my shoulder a little bit bigger this time going into this fight. Um, I just want to go out there and be myself. You know, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the last one. And, you know, I knew how big of a deal it was going to be for me. Um, I had one fight left in my contract. I, uh, I was fighting the number one contender, Jessica Andrade, and I called her out and I was like, man, this is, this is my shot. It was a huge risk for me. I said, if it went well for me, obviously, you know, I get the title next. I'll negotiate my contract, maybe get a little bit more. You know, I was like, this is a big risk, but I was willing to take it, you know. And unfortunately, it didn't go my way. So um, here we are now. Uh, Lucky enough, I I renegotiated my contract, taking this fight short notice. And, um, you know, I get another shot to keep going. And do you do you regret taking that risk? No. I still would have taken it. I, it does bother me. I am embarrassed. You know, I, I, I didn't, it sucked, man. I, I didn't leave my apartment for like a whole week. Cause I was so depressed. I was sad. Like I didn't want to go oh. out like that, but losing in front of the whole world and people start counting you out. And, and, you know, it's not a good feeling, but the only way that I know how to make it better is just to get back in there, keep fighting. That's just in my nature. I, I've taken a lot of L's behind clothes, you know, not inside the cage, but just in life before. So I've overcome a lot. And I, and I feel like these situations at the end of the day, bring the best out of me. It, it, you know, I didn't have the outcome that I wanted, but some people might've said, you know, you know, taking that fight and calling Jessica Drawer after a big injury, maybe, you know, they can call me being a gangster. Or they can call me being an idiot. You know what I mean, but at the same time, like, I still would have done it again. I would have done it again, you know? Yeah, and that says a lot about your character because, you know, a lot of people in this game aren't willing to take risks or bet on themselves. And the fact that you bet on yourself, yeah, you lost, so what? But that happens. Like, we lose in this game, but you bet on yourself, and that says a lot about your character. And I think people who do that in the long run have a better career. Yeah, you don't want to test myself. You know, it's just not my time right now, maybe to get that title shot next. Maybe I still needed to work on some things. And and that's why I chose to pick the hardest fights. You know, nobody wants to call. I don't think anybody calls out Jessica Andrade. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that happens. And um, I just felt like I, I needed to. Like, I just believe in myself so much. And um, I still do. You know, I just I just came up short. There's not very many champions that are undefeated, you know, and and, you know, Failure is a, p- a part of success. It's just what it is. This is how you test yourself and you can, you know, really figure out whether this is what you want to do. And this is what I want to do. Like, I, I love doing this. thing. I don't see myself wanting to do anything else right now. I, I really want to focus on it. 
have a couple few years. I already know how, how much people struggle and sacrifice just to get to where I'm at. And so I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to take advantage of, you know, the opportunities that my parents created off of their sacrifices. Like growing up as a little kid, I never would have thought that like, and even in my wildest dreams that I would ever be here, you know, to be able to travel all over the world, to be able to fight in front of the world. Like I never thought that I could get this big. So just by being here so far, like I'm really proud of myself and I just want to take it, you know, to the wheels fall off. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to risk it and I'm going to put myself first and I'm going to bat, you know, if I got to risk, risk big things to do through, do great things, I'm going to continue to do that. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to take the easy route. I want people to remember that I was always down to fight. I want my legacy to be that, you know, I still was one of the best in the world and, and, you know, they were backed off. Even if I lost that, you know, we're going to keep it going. Cynthia, how, what, speaking of your childhood, when did you start training? How old were you? A kid? I was 23 when I first started. Wait, you were 23 when you first started training? Yes. Did you do any, how were you in, in like, in, in school? Um, I didn't, I didn't do any sports in school. Um, I didn't do anything. I just, uh, you know, I grew up in Eastside San Jose. Um, it's probably not the best neighborhood. My parents are, were immigrants, so I'm first generation here, and they just work. You know, they were always busy. They didn't really have time to, like, take me to to do any sports afterwards or anything like that. And um, so I just stayed in the neighborhood. I, I loved PE. PE was one of my favorite classes. You know, I was really good at it, but my parents didn't really see that too much. I don't know. You know, they just wanted me to go to school. And... Um, and I just barely did enough to graduate high school, really. And I, I just wasn't doing like the best things. But I always I always liked it. I was always tough. So it's like if anybody ever wanted to start problems with me, I definitely didn't start them, but I would always finish them. I was always down. That's just the way that I was raised. You know, you don't back down. And so um, I just went I was I was going through some things in life. And at 23, I wasn't happy. I was fat and chubby. I just got out of like a really bad relationship. Um, I got married when I was really young. And, uh, when I got divorced, I was like in a really bad place in my life. And, um, man, there was a gym about a block away from my job and I just decided to go and I've been doing this. Ever since then. Hey, hey, quiet. Sorry, my doggies. <laughs> oh, so you went to the gym that's near your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, to my job, actually, my job was like, <laughs> I worked at the office of parking violations. What? So, uh, this is wild. That's a wild. Yeah. Now, oh, <laughs> I had to bring him up because then he'll just start barking. But, um, you know, I, I was working at the Office of Parking Violations. I didn't get tickets, but I was I was answering the phone. So if you ever wanted information about your your tickets, I was the one that would give them to you. So I, people would yell at me every day. I was freshly divorced, just completely just miserable in my life. Getting yelled at and just sad. And Good. Did, you, did you ever have people call you up and say, ask if you could make a ticket disappear? Yes, all the time. And then sometimes they would try to take the other route and they would hit on me and they'd be like, I'll send you some flowers. I'm like, I've re- I cannot help you. <laughs> so different things. But then there's times where people would just yell at me and be angry for no reason. And I would like, I, I would cry. And they, I eventually they let, they ended up letting me go because I was just, just so sad all the time. <laughs> and I just trained and I trained my ass off and, you know, I, I haven't stopped since then. And it's the, what changed my life around. It's like kind of became the hero of my own story. And that's what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> now I just have docs and train hard every day. You know, we were just talking to Ben Rothwell and he brought up comic books, movies and stuff. You're like a superhero. This is, 
I want to know, did any of the people back in high school or, we, or your, your school years, did they ever see you now and be like, holy shit? Uh, did they, you, they hit, like, hit you up and be like, yo, Cynthia, I can't believe it. Uh, I mean, right? I don't know. 100%. Yeah, I definitely got a lot of people were like, holy shit, you know, we didn't. I, I'm, I'm a lot different than I was back then. I was a, definitely a lot more shy, but I definitely had this attitude about me where I don't want anybody to fuck with me because I hate I hate bullies. Like I don't fuck with people, but if people fuck with me, like I'm like I'm very standoffish, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were like, man, and and uh, even even at the time that I was married, I, when I was married, I used to, I was married to a uh, my high school sweetheart who was a Marine, so I actually got stationed in Hawaii, lived in in Hawaii on a Marine Corps base and had to deal with deployments and staying at home. And I had people there where that would, and it wasn't a good relationship. So they seen me like just a different person. I wasn't very happy. I wasn't very secure in myself. And um, now I have all those wives that I was friends with back then that were like so proud of me now because they seen how much I was suffering back then. And to, to be who I am today, they were just like, like, you know, truly inspired by, just, you know, that I can't, who I, who I became now. And like, I'm just, you know, value myself more. I feel like I have more purpose now. Cause like before it was just like, I, it, it was just different. You know, I'm definitely a different person than I was back then. And, um, I felt sorry for myself and like, now I don't Now I'm like, you know, I'm you, you're, you're in charge of your own life. It's not up to anybody else, you know? And so to be able to pick myself up and like, you know, I'm first, like, of course I care about, you know, my family, family's first to me, but as far as like anybody else that comes into my life, like I'm, I'm have to make sure that you take care of yourself, that I take care of, you know, that, um, you don't let yourself go. And it's very different from the culture that I grew up in, because like in our culture, you're, you're raised to like get married when you're young, have kids, you put the husband first. And that's what I was willing to do. That was where I was going. I was just going to go be a housewife. You know, I wasn't really putting myself first. And, and since then I've been putting myself first and it's the best thing I've ever done. You know, that is inspiring. This whole episode. Yeah. This is like a, a Ted talk. Ben Rothwell was on earlier talking about getting bullied. He was a fat kid. Ben Rothwell is a fat kid. And now he grew up and, and he's a superhero. So, I mean, this whole episode, I was a little kid getting picked on. Dean was always too cool for school. But anyway. Yeah, I, I, ne- I never had that problem. Very inspiring, you yeah. know. Good for you, Cynthia. But, Cynthia, did you, gra- did you grab a dog hair in the middle of your interview? I did. A what? <laughs> I have two like I have two dogs and they just like for everywhere and I just find it. Like, yeah, I saw that. Like it was like it was like cat like reflexes. So this proves that you are a real superhero because in the middle of your interview, without skipping a beat, she was like, "Shrap!" She just grabbed a dog hair and threw it out of the way, and I I saw that and I was like, "Oh my god." Uh, this is true. I mean, I have my, I'm like a dog lady. So I have like two, my two dogs and, and one of them's a puppy. And I just, I just, uh, yeah, I'm a serious dog mom <laughs> outside of fighting. Cynthia, before we let you out of here, uh, give us one hobby that's, that's unrelated to MMA that you like to do. I like hiking and paddleboarding. I like the outdoors a lot. Um, yeah, I see the paddleboard. You do it. You show that on your Instagram, but that looks, that looks very calming. The yeah. Paddleboard. 
I mean, it, it depends. It depends. Because if it's a little windy out here and you're going against the current, you know, you got a good workout. Um, I got onto the paddleboard because I had fractured one of my, my I had fractured my foot uh, one time for my fight. So I pulled out. So I was like, OK, now I just got to stand still, work on my balance and use my arms. So help me out a lot. And shortly after that, I would do hiking and get into the elevation and stuff, build those miles. There's just something ah! about, hey, guys, stop. Come here. Come here. Yeah, mommy's on the on the on the on the Zoom. <laughs> it's weird. They always do this to me. Every time they see me talking on the phone or on a video or something, they start wrestling and making noise. You, but you do. What do you like? The you you prefer hiking, paddleboard. Which is your your favorite? I like both. I like paddleboarding. I like hiking. Hiking. Um, there's just there's just something about being able to conquer a mountain. You know, it's the equivalent to like life. You know, sometimes you're going to get tired of your legs, but you got to keep going. You might have to take a break here and there, you know, but going and you reach the top. And then, I mean, the air up there is just a lot better than the one down there. So, uh, it's just, I, I like that. I, it just uh, definitely, it, it like it's like almost like a recharge and a reset throughout the week. I try to go outside at least once a week, you know, and just get on top of it and and just breathe. I like I want to get up there and just scream, you know. Ah, that's awesome. That 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 sounds very relaxing. That used to be Dean's motto when he was dating a lot: is to yeah. conquer conquer a mountain. He liked <laughs> to date large women. But listen. That's <laughs> <laughs> Conquer a mountain, Dean Thomas. I'm sorry. Listen to me. I don't know what I'm saying. I did that paddleboarding once, though, Cynthia, and I did that on looking for a fight. I would, first of all, I had no business wearing a, 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 a what is it? Those uh, life. What are those suits they wear? Is this oh a wetsuit? A wetsuit. <laughs> maybe now, because I thought that's back when I was maybe like 30 pounds heavier. Times. It's when I was really in love with the gluten back then. But now I wouldn't mind wearing a wetsuit. But back then, I had no business wearing that thing. And I was like a chubby seal. And I was in the thing. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it was I was afraid I was going to fall in. The water was very cold. I'm not a water person at all. Yeah. Uh, I, sink. <laughs> I sink right down. Um, no, that was a good job. I'll tell you that, you know, you got to just work on it, but it's, it's, I think paddleboarding is good for you. You know, it's just like, it can be chill. It just depends where you go. I would say probably in the ocean's a little bit tougher and lakes a lot more calmer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that in a lake. I, I, the most I'll do is jump on a jet ski. I think that's fun. I think I, uh, out here in Las Vegas, it's really hot. So I got to do a lot of jet skiing out here and paddleboarding. I mean, it's still hot right now. Honestly, like you go outside, it's like 80 or 77 to 80. Whoa, and it's where like, are you at? Did it's like that? I'm, I'm in Vegas. And it's, it's 80 degrees in Vegas right now? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. That's what it felt like outside. It's warm. People, we're wearing shorts and like maybe, you know, a jacket at night. It's like 70 at night, I would say. All I know is, Cynthia, you're fighting this weekend versus Andrea Lee. We can't wait. And you've already won in life. Look at yourself back. You could have still been answering those phones and ah, the, I'm sorry, I don't give the tickets. I just got, you could be that person, but you're not. Look at you. You became a superhero. You should be, I mean. I'm proud of you. This is like, it's very inspiring to hear your story. And to see you come up the way you've come. I up. mean, that's that's my goal. Like, uh, I really want to be able to inspire people with my story. You know, I'm somebody who just started training at 23. 
no prior experience. And I got, you know, as far as I have gotten, you know, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't like, Oh, I just had like help and networking. No, I didn't Nobody in my family was martial artists. Like, you know, I was just trying to figure it out as I went. And, you know, I've been trying to make the transitions adapt, you know, sometimes you're not going to get the results you want, but as far as like what I've accomplished so far, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of myself and I still can't believe it. You know, I, yeah. of course, hundred percent, always um, be confident in myself, but sometimes I got to like wake up and I'm like, Holy shit. Like I'm like, I wake up and I train, I fight for a living. I get to go fight the best in the world. That's crazy to me. I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought that I'd be here like ever. So, you know, we're just going to keep pushing it and seeing how far we can take it. Hey, listen, the best thing about your story is it's still being written. Yes. And this weekend, people will see the next chapter. Bang, bang. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait to watch your fight. You're so entertaining. We have fun with you. Please come back on again soon. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's always a great time talking to you guys. Always laughing and joking. So I appreciate it. Good vibes. Always. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So much fun. That, Dean Thomas, I don't want this to end. I but, know. But somebody's busy. Yeah. Who? You. Jimmy you Norton. You, Jimmy is busy. You, uh, Jim, first of all, thank you for coming out today. Why am I attacking you? Can't I put the sword away? Me and you. We're well, very you know, listen, we're very we just got to get ready for the weekend. Dean Thomas, could you learn the, are you learning the words of circles? Well, I couldn't learn them. I was listening to Cynthia Cavillo. Um, I didn't ask you now if you learned them. Obviously, you couldn't learn it during the damn show. Are you going? Oh, yeah, I'm going to learn the words. Because I'm going to start singing. And when I stop, not now, on the, I'm going to put this on my Instagram when we're away. I'm going to start singing, and I'm going to look to you, and I'm going to point. And you better pick Listen, up where I left. Because if I'm you don't, know, I'm, I will boo you, my friend. Uh, I am going to learn the words. You can call me Casper because I'll be booing you all weekend. I am going to learn the words today. Listen, and anytime you sing the song, I'm going to be prepared to come on and finish. Dean Thomas, we don't have time to talk about the fights this weekend, but I'm just, I will. We will say the main event: UFC Fight Night, Holloway versus Rodriguez, bro. That's amazing. Max Holloway fighting Yair Rodriguez. Uh, I know, and by the way, did just you see so the people, line on that? The betting no, line? I, I did not. 
I did not. Max Holloway is like a plus, is like a minus six or seven hundred favorite, or plus six whatever it is. UFC Fight Night Holloway versus Rodriguez. Uh, the prelims start one p.m. Main card four p.m. And it's a great card. It's a great freaking card, and I can't wait. Listen to me, uh, Dean Thomas. By the way, who are you taking with Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez? Are you I mean, Max to- Holloway for sure, man. I mean, I don't know if the line is worth you know a seven to one favorite, but Max Holloway should win this fight pretty easily. Dean Dean Thomas. Uh oh uh, oh. Uh, ready? Is that circles? Uh oh uh, oh uh, uh, oh. Yeah. That's it. All right, that's all I need to say right now. Learn the words. I'm going to learn the words. By the weekend, I'm going to have it down. read along with it. You can read along with it. I know. Get it down, Dean Thomas. Don't let all all fans down. Listen, by the weekend, I'm going to have it down. We can sing the song. We can ride it. We're going to go through the streets of Denver, and we're going to be singing this. Hey, man, I plugged already the fights this weekend. What do you want to plug, my friend? What am I plugging? Yeah, plug Uh, something, bro. Man, looking for a fight. Dana White looking for a fight that gets millions of hits. It's on YouTube. You don't have to plug that. That's already first of all. Always, I'm glad you plugged it. I am. Yeah, but I'm on Cameo. I do cameos. Aren't you on Cameo? I'm on Cameo. Good. I don't. I'm on Cameo. I don't do a lot of. Listen, my um my Twitter. Check yes. out my Twitter at Dean Thomas. I'm trying to get verified. So if I get enough people to say that I need to be verified, Wait a I'll minute. get verified. We're not, are you fucking serious? You're I'm not, not verified on Twitter. Dean I'm verified Thomas? on Instagram, not Twitter. You're the coaching. Let's go to the coaching role. What's, what I call, know. What do they call you in the coaching corner? What yeah, they let's go to the, the coaching role. I'm on the desk Dude, I, every other weekend. First of all, I've seen you. Everybody's seen you with your special little vest you were wearing. Yeah. The word special the way I use the word special. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. Listen, what else you want to plug? Anything else? That's it, man. I'm having hey, a good time. I'm, I'm going to be seeing you soon enough, my friend. Yeah, when do all you right? get in? I think it's Friday I'm getting in. All right. And our first stop, it's fun. Hey, I'll see you, my friend. All right, now. Goodbye, everyone. Peace. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.